Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey everyone, I'm Josh and welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast. Now, I just wanted to start this episode out by asking you, how you doing? I know that you're not here in person to be able to start the conversation with me, but this morning I'm feeling pretty good. I've had a nice slow start to the morning. I did an exercise. I went for a cold dip in the pool. The pool is supposed to be heated, but the heater isn't working and it's literally freezing, but it was so good. Then I had a sauna and it's just been a really good morning. So I'm happy and excited to get into this episode. And I want to thank you for taking the time yet again to listen to the podcast, set time aside, in your schedule, whether you are on your way to work or you're at the gym or you're literally just listening to this as a means of procrastination from your current work. Um, Thank you for listening. It really means a lot to me. And in turn, I hope to provide value to you through the thoughts that I am going to flesh out and share with you today. So today I would love to explore the idea of personal boxes with you. This is something that I've been thinking through and would love to share my thoughts with you to hopefully help you to draw new conclusions that you didn't have before or to at least just raise your awareness on this massive topic. Now it's a topic that, or an analogy should I say, that you've probably heard of before but I'd love to share some thoughts that I have on the different types of boxes. I believe that there are two types of boxes and I'll go into sharing more about that later on. But I'd also love to share an analogy that really helps me to understand this further. It kind of approaches it from a different angle, um, but I guess it all sort of pertains to the same principle that I'm going to be communicating throughout the episode. So stay tuned for that. And along the way, I'm going to be obviously sharing some personal stories, some examples, and just looking into how we can expand our boxes. But before we go into the content, I just want to plug the Insta again. I know I've probably slacked off a little bit in posting content, but I want my Instagram account or the podcast Instagram account, Get Hungry Pod, to be another means of value for you. I'm going to share and reiterate some thoughts that I had when putting the podcast together, as well as some additional things that I come across throughout my week as well. And always feel free to send me a message too. I'd love to get in contact with some of you as well. Now, I usually start out the episodes by sharing a word of the week, a wow moment, I guess. (laughs) Um, And today I'm going to switch that up a little bit and I'm going to share a phrase. So we're going from wow to pow, (laughs) Um, a phrase of the week um, for you to just be mindful on. This is something that I've been really thinking and trying to internalize for maybe the past two weeks, I would say. And I'd love to share that with you. It's a simple phrase and it's just the phrase, I am enough. It's so powerful and I feel like we need to make sure that we are communicating this to ourselves regularly throughout the day because so often we're faced with situations that we've never been faced with before, we're faced with obstacles, challenges, imposter syndrome and all these sorts of things and it it kind of results in us doubting ourselves but I really believe that there's so much power in truly internalizing the fact that I am enough. 
So that's the phrase. I want you to think through that this week and even try and incorporate that within your conversations, but more so your internal conversations that you're having when faced with challenging or uncomfortable situations. Alrighty, well, let's get straight into these thoughts. So let's start out by looking at what I believe are the two types of boxes. Now, before I do this, um, when I say box, I'm referring to sort of the metaphorical box that contains your or our possibility. Now, when I think and I'm talking about this whole concept of a box, probably the first phrase that comes to your mind, like it did mine, is think outside the box. Now, this phrase in itself is a metaphor that means to think differently or unconventionally um, or from a new perspective. Now, this phrase is often referred to novel or creative thinking. And I think that there is so much power in this phrase, but this phrase itself makes you think, okay, if I'm to think outside of the box, then that means that I must be within the box. And as I said, I think that there's two types of boxes. Number one is the box where you reside. And I guess if I were to give a name to this box, it would be perception and it embodies our understanding and our interpretation of things and also what we see possible. Now, if this is the first box and this is where we live and we can think outside of this box, then this is the smallest box, which is very interesting because that then means that our perception and understanding is very limited. And we know this to be so true, but it's, it's just sort of drawing that important conclusion that we need to remind ourselves that our understanding and our interpretation is actually limited and it is confined within four walls that make up our box. And if this is true, then what is it that shapes our understanding and our interpretation? Well, I believe that our perception is actually based on our sources of input flashback to my first episode where I talked about the input versus output equation. So input is all of the information that you're feeding yourself with. This can be both intentional and unintentional. It's the YouTube videos, the books, the podcasts, pretty much any information that you come across, it's input. It's something that you're feeding your mind and your brain and yourself with. Now, in turn, this shapes our understanding and our thoughts. You know, what we expose ourselves to actually dictates what we see or think is possible. Now, an example of this is, let's say you're watching a YouTuber that you really love watching. The more you watch their videos, the more you probably start to think, and it might even be subconsciously, that what this person is doing is a feasible option or a career for you. You know, if this person is a full-time YouTuber, they're making videos and they're discussing content that you find valuable, you can then begin to think, hmm, if they can do it, then maybe I can do it. And so what you see as possible is expanded by being exposed to this YouTuber. Now, if this is true, then I believe that there needs to be two important things that we bear in mind. Number one, it's not to be so closed-minded, but to actually diversify our sources of input. And I know I've talked about this before, but if we're only ever watching or in taking in information from a particular area, then that is going to dictate and even limit 
our thoughts and what we see as possible. However, if we are expanding and diversifying the sources of input, it exposes us to all sorts of different concepts and the whole idea of creativity that I think I've talked about before and I can't remember exactly where I got it from, but someone said that creativity and problem solving is a result of drawing connections between two things that haven't been drawn before, if that makes sense. So say for instance, me myself working in my day job, that will shape my approach to a podcast because the certain systems that I have as a result of my career, which unconsciously will actually dictate my approach on things because that's the way I'm wired, I guess. So if we just kind of sit and think about this for a second, how cool is this? Like we actually have the ability to expand our box, you know, expand the bounds of what we see possible by exposing ourselves to a whole new set of opportunities or observing the actions and viewpoints of others. And it's funny because as I think about it, this is literally one of the pillars that formed the foundation for the whole Get Hungry brand. I want this podcast and potentially branching out to other areas in the future to be a way that I can assist you and assist others and even aid myself in expanding or diversifying my sources of input and your sources of input and ideas so that you can expand the bounds of what you see possible. Now, while this is a concept that really gets me so excited and so fired up, and I really want to just continue striving and pushing and exposing myself to all these sorts of things, I think we also need to be very intentional and we need to intentionally filter our sources of input. The reason for this is we as human beings do have limits and we can actually begin to occupy space within our minds and our thought life that could be filled with more intentional information if we're not careful. And so I think it's important to ask ourselves, what do I want to feed myself with? You know, what problems do I want to solve? Where do I want to go? What do I want to achieve? And then be intentional about the people that you're listening to, the books that you're reading, the podcasts that you're listening to, because this all, as we've talked about before, can shape our way of thinking and seeing what is possible. And so I guess the key here is literally just to be very intentional about the sources of input. So definitely diversify our sources of input, but be intentional about that. And this is something that I am trying to navigate myself and I'm looking forward to conversations that I know I'm going to have with people in my world and in my circle about this concept because it's still something that I'm thinking through and trying to solve myself. Remember, this podcast isn't a way for me to teach you things that I know. It's a way for me to kind of come up beside you and put my arm around you and have a good conversation with you, looking at the topics that I discuss together collaboratively, because I haven't solved everything. I don't have all the answers, but in coming across things, I want to share my thoughts with you because I would definitely like to try and provide value to you like I know I am getting from my sources of input. Speaking of sources of input, I've really, really enjoyed podcasts for the last couple of years now, I would say, and a excellent podcast that I would highly recommend all of you going and listening to is one called The Super Bob Bros. It's quite a new podcast, but it's essentially this podcast where these two guys, and I believe they're brothers, 
literally just have a conversation and they both get so passionate about things and the things that they talk about, literally anyone and everyone can get value from. So I would highly recommend listening to this podcast, The Super Bob Bros. <laughs> now, I do have to be honest and have a disclaimer here for you. The Super Bob Bros, these are two brothers that I know <laughs> they're very, very close friends of mine. And so a little bit of, I guess, promotion there, but it's it's honestly really, really cool. And what they're doing is awesome. So I would love everyone to go and listen to the podcast, obviously after you finish this episode. But another podcast that's laid out in a very similar way is the Not Overthinking podcast. And I know I've talked about this before, but a concept that I came across through listening to, I think one of their earlier episodes actually was this whole idea of life scripts. Now it's a very big topic. I think they literally did an episode on this. And so I'm not going to cover it all today, but basically life scripts, and I looked up a definition of it, and it's it's defined as a set of childhood decisions made unconsciously by a person in response to parental messages about self, others, and the world. Like, how cool is that? Or how interesting is that? We inherit life scripts and ways of thinking unconsciously that actually affect how we perceive things in the world today and the things we see possible for us. One of the stories that they shared, and it really demonstrated the power of life scripts. And I'm going to try and share the story. It's been a little bit since I've even thought about this, but I'm probably not going to do it justice. But anyway, here I go. So essentially, and it's a true story, there was a person let's call her Sarah, who was reflecting on this whole idea of life scripts and was trying to think of certain habits or behaviors that she had inherited from her parents, but doesn't necessarily know why. And one thing that she came up with was growing up, she was always told when you take your hat off, you have to hang it up on a hook. Don't put it down on the table, on a bed or anywhere else. And that was something she was thinking, hmm, that's interesting. She was talking to her friends and seeing if this is something that everyone does or if it was literally just her. And she kind of identified that it was pretty much just her that, that did it. And so she was like, this is really interesting. So she went to her mum. Let's call her mum Cheryl. <laughs> so Sarah went to her mum Cheryl and said, okay, why growing up were we always told to put our hats on the hook and not on the table or on the bed? And her mum literally had the same response that Sarah did and originally, but it's just what my mum told me to do. It's what we always had to do growing up and it naturally followed over. And so it's just kind of a life script that was inherited. So Sarah and and Sharon, almost forgot her name there, Sharon, they went to their grandmother, let's call her Cheryl, and I'm very original with my names. I apologize to anyone who may be called this. I'm not taking offense to your name. <laughs> um, I'm literally just sharing out a story here and don't want to disclose the original names. Uh, but anyway, they went to Cheryl and they said, okay, Sarah's identified this. Sharon can't identify why she always did it and taught it to her daughters. And so they went to, you know, the grandma. So they went to Cheryl. Ah, oh, should have I should have gone with the name other than S. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, the reason that the grandmother told her daughter because when they were growing up, it was at a time where head lice was sort of a rampage. It was everywhere. And so when Sarah's mum, whose name I have forgotten, was growing up and she invited her friends over as a way for her mum to ensure that that wasn't then spread throughout the house, she instructed Sarah's mum and her friends to put the hat up on the hook. And thus this new habit or this rule 
originated. And it was really, really cool because it kind of made me think too, hmm, what are some things that I've naturally inherited? And I would definitely encourage you to have a bit of a think about it in your life too. What are some life scripts that you have been exposed to, you've inherited, and you don't know why you do this thing? And in doing so, you actually have the power to then say, okay, is this something that I want to continue? And you can continue it. And if it's not something you want to continue, then just stop. Like literally you have the power to do that. Anyway, I'm getting on a bit of a tangent here, but I think it was pretty cool. Um, And I guess all of that was literally just to make the point clear that we need to be intentional about the life scripts we are exposing ourselves to and the sources of input that we're also listening to and feeding ourselves with. Now, all of this in theory is really cool. I guess the next step is taking action. And literally this is the step that we need to take with everything. I was looking through some notes that I have stored away in my Notion page and a concept that I came across that I wrote down previously, I can't remember where it originated. It was probably the Not Overthinking podcast, not gonna lie. But it's the Noah principle. And the reason I really like this this phrasing of the principle is because as a Christian, it makes me think about the story of Noah, where God told him there was going to be a flood and to build an ark. And so he had to build an ark, even though he'd never seen a flood or even seen, I think he'd never seen rain before. So he was following God's instruction, having no idea why he was doing it, but he took the action nonetheless. And the principle is basically predicting rain doesn't count, building an ark does. But the reason I bring this up and I guess trying to apply that to what I've talked about so far is we need to make sure that we're not just aware of things, but that we're actually starting to take action. And so I would encourage you to have the fun activity of thinking through some life scripts in your life, some things or habits um, that you've inherited and you don't know why and kind of follow them back as far as you can to see if you can find out where they originated. A cool little activity. But more so, be intentional about your sources of input while ensuring that you diversify your sources of input and the things you feed yourself with. So all of that to say that box number one is our perception and we can see how we actually have the ability to grow and expand our box or as I explain in my podcast intro to expand the bounds of what we see possible by intentionally diversifying our sources of input and actually taking action. Well, if all of that is box number one, then what is box number two? Well, think back to the original phrase that we've all heard think outside the box. We now know what is inside the box. So what's outside the box? I guess the outside box is literally everything that is possible. And this box is absolutely ginormous compared to your personal box. The outer box is possibility. And I feel like this is literally a box that it's almost so big that it isn't a box because (laughs) we don't know the bounds of possibility. Because, you know, as humanity continues to progress and develop, what people a hundred years ago saw as possible is possible. And we've gone beyond that as well. So I guess we need to make sure that we never put a limit on what we see possible. Now, I'd love to jump in here and sort of share something that I have been thinking about a lot lately when it comes to possibility. As a Christian, I know that God has a will and a purpose for 
everybody. And what he sees as possible, we, with our human finite minds, might see as utterly impossible and we might not even be thinking about what God has in store for us. And so what we try to do is we begin to list out things that we want to achieve. You know, I want to start this business. I want to reach X amount of money. We start to give ourselves a list of all of these things that we want to achieve because even though it seems impossible where we're at now, we know that growth will lead us to being able to attain these things. But I guess the the biggest thing that we could ever think of achieving is literally nothing compared to what God can do for us if that is in his will for us. And so we need to make sure that we don't limit our potential by sticking to a list that we have made containing the things that we want to achieve. Now, I'm not saying we don't need to have goals, we don't need to have visions, we don't need to have destinations that we're trying to reach because I've done, I mean, numerous podcast episodes talking about this in the past. And I think it's the way that we grow and develop and steward the gifts that have been gifted to us and our skills and our talents. But what I am saying is we need to make sure that we are not limiting ourselves to this list only. And I guess ultimately submitting to God's purpose for you and desiring the things that he desires for you as well. And that can be hard. And I'd love to do an episode in the future talking about this whole concept as well. And I might even bring a guest onto the podcast so that we can have a conversation about this too. So stay tuned for that. That'd be really cool, actually. So I'll definitely do that. But I think I'll kind of leave that point there for now. I don't want to extend it too far in this episode, but I just thought it'd be a good kind of segue to implement that thought into this episode. But moving on, moving on to box number two. Box number two is possibility. It's everything that is possible. And if we only stay within our box, we will never be able to expand our box or we will never be able to reach outside of our box, which is where we can begin to impact influence others and leave a legacy. Now, I know this is probably getting a little bit confusing now. So I guess the simplest way to kind of think about it is by sharing another analogy that will hopefully help you to visualize this idea even further. So when I was a kid, one of my favorite ways to express my creativity and to build ideas and to, to craft things was to play with Lego. It's funny, I'd remember you'd, you know, for a birthday or for Christmas, you'd get a new Lego kit and you'd be so excited, you know, you'd build this new car or whatever it was. And for a period of time, you'd try and keep that car separate from your big box of all the bricks that you have from the other kits that you'd (laughs) attained over the years. But inevitably, that car that you got will at one point merge in with this massive big box of everything else that you have. Anyway, that's completely on a side note and has nothing to do with the point that I'm trying to make. So let me get right back on track here. But when it comes to Lego, you visualize something that you want to create. You know, let's say you want to build a boat. And so you've got a big container um, or a big box. And we can think of this box as box number two. Remember, the name for this box is possibility. And so if you think about the Lego analogy, the box of Lego bricks literally has endless ways that you can use those bricks to create something different, something new, something cool, something valuable. And so in order to build your boat, you need to reach into this box and pull out a brick. 
okay? You pull out one brick at a time. You pull out your brick, you place it on the table, all right? In your head, you're visualizing what the boat should look like. You don't exactly know how it's gonna look, but you have a general idea you want to build a boat, and so you get one brick. You then need to reach back into the box to grab another brick and bring it over so that way you can piece the two together to start to build upon your vision. So the more bricks you grab, the bigger your boat actually becomes. And as it gets bigger and grows, it begins to take shape and you can slowly start to see the boat that you envisioned. Now along the way, like when you're building something out of Lego, you're piecing things together, you might think, hmm, actually this boat would look cool if I shaped it this way. So you start to change the design and your initial idea begins to shift and merge into this new creation that you're coming up with. But you're only able to build this boat when you grab new bricks out of this box. And so I guess coming back to the original analogy of the two types of boxes, we can expand the bounds of what we see possible in box number one by reaching outside and gaining new skills or new ideas or thoughts and things that are going to shape our, our thoughts and expand upon what we see as being possible. I think a cool thing too is literally when it comes to taking action, as I said, like you you can start taking action, but your original idea will change over time. You know, it's very unlikely that what you come up with will be very different to what you initially thought of. You know, for me, this podcast is sort of in my mind what I'm trying to build. And I only would have been able to build the podcast if I reached into the box of possibility and exposed myself to different sources of input, like not overthinking, numerous YouTube videos, book articles, and other sources of input that I guess in the Lego analogy kind of symbolize bricks that I was grabbing and using that to shape and formulate this podcast. Now, as I've said, I'd really want to try and expand the Get Hungry brand outside of just a podcast. I don't yet know what that's going to be or how that's going to look. All I know is that as I continue to build this podcast, the bounds of what I see possible are only going to continue to expand. Now, I know this podcast is kind of slowly turning into a little bit longer than what I initially thought, but I think it's really important. It's a really cool concept that I've sort of been thinking on and Hopefully my ideas are coming across clearly and I've at least sparked a thought in your mind about the bounds of what you see possible and how we can begin to expand these bounds to grow, build impact and cultivate our God-given potential. Now, I was going to share something that I was thinking through on this Sunday, actually, a concept that I came up with called the leader's loop. But I think what I'm going to do is leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger there and talk about that next week. So hopefully you were able to get some value from this week's content, thinking about the two types of boxes, the life scripts and the Lego analogy so that you can start to live a more intentional life. Something that I really want to do is make sure that my life is very intentional because we only get given one life. You know, I'm only going to be at this stage of life 
once and I want to be intentional with that and not waste it. But I guess that's my vision and my goal. But stay tuned for next week as I expand into the leader's loop and continue these thoughts. Well, I hope you have a absolutely fantastic week. I'm definitely going to try and post some content on the Instagram this week. So go over and give me a follow, give me a like and stay tuned for that. But I'd love to leave you with the thought that you only get one life. You can either live with complacency or you can get hungry, get intentional. We'll see you again next week on the Get Hungry podcast. Now go and slay your week. Love you guys.